The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani, and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. I am today in a place that always made me enormously excited to come to, remarkably energized when I lived here uh, during the administrations of Gerald Ford and worked for President Ronald Reagan. And I was here quite a bit during the Trump era because, as you know, for most of the time, I was his uh, lawyer in charge of the impeachment defense and lived half my time here and half my time in Washington, D.C. I have to say, by the third time, uh, a lot of the bloom was off the rose. Uh, not not uh, because of the historic and patriotic uh, importance of the structures, the buildings, and the organizations that are here, but because of the viciousness and the cruel way in which this town operates and the corrupt way in which this town operates. Uh, that really began during the Reagan era and really was made permanent by uh, by Bill Clinton, who I think is the one who destroyed uh, any form of ethics in Washington. But in any event, it is now a very sad, sad place. Uh, uh, for me, I, I, I uh, drove, drove through the city very, very uh, quickly. And uh, I always had an uplifting feeling when I looked at the Capitol. Always. I used to run every morning uh, during the two times I was here as a deputy associate attorney general, associate attorney general. Well, not every morning. A, lot of, a couple were too cold. I, I, don't, I love the cold weather, but then I get a little uh, too cold when I have to run. But I, but I ran 80% of the time and uh, always, 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 always excited there isn't a time I walked into the White House where I wasn't um, somewhere near goosebumps. That that means even when um, even when I was invited here, which I was quite frequently by Bill Clinton, um, don't know how I feel now. I'm very very worried about my country. Uh, have been for some time, but I think the Durham report. Uh, it's always kind of one thing that brings everything together, you know, one proximate cause that leads to war, I guess, or and sometimes it isn't the biggest thing. It's the description, not only the description of what the FBI did, which to me was an enormously important organization. Sometime I was a child, uh, a hero organization when I was a child. I was the first one on my block to have a junior FBI badge. <laughs> And one of my greatest honors is to have been made G-Man of the Year by the FBI about six years ago, an award I wonder if they wanted to take back when they raided my apartment. Maybe an award they give right back to me now when they found out I committed no crimes. Uh, but, you know, nobody remembers that. La they remember the, he the false headlines and the wonderful predictions on CNN and MSNBC that I would go to jail. It's funny. I mean, I knew I did nothing wrong, and I knew I committed no crimes. I always worried about a liar coming forward. You always can have that happen. I was in too many criminal cases not to know that there are occasionally liars. And I didn't have the feeling that the present uh, maniacal anti 
Trump prosecutors have the ability to really ferret out the liars. In fact, they might encourage them. But I was, I was uh, very happy to see that although, although there were some lies, there were some people that stood up very bravely for the truth. And I was completely cleared. And I was very proud of my old office because I know that politically they really despise me at this point. I do hope they realize this is really hard to say to them, really hard because it's so arrogant. I, I really hope they realize I was the best U.S. attorney and most productive in the last 50 or 60 years. I don't mean this with any disrespect other than we outperformed everyone. Hard to remember another one. Certainly hard to remember one that took down the mafia that um, prosecuted Wall Street the way I did, that initiated the use of racketeering, that disbanded the Teamsters Union, finished the work of Robert Kennedy Jr., really. And that, by the way, was a quote from President Bush, the first President Bush. Uh, was threatened as often as I was with death. I had the mafia vote to kill me. Prosecuted two not, not Nazis, uh, war criminals, one who was executed, the other was sent off to his punishment. Um, oh, and then so many others. Uh, made my contribution to reducing crime as Mayor, a, mayor Koch would, would tell you that, and then prosecuted so many people in his administration that that was the thing that probably propelled me as a possible mayoral candidate. Did it all while I was U.S. attorney. And uh, also recommended an independent counsel for the Republican attorney general. Refused to uh, open an investigation of the Democratic uh, candidate for vice president shortly before an election. Things that were sort of, sort of uh, predictions of, of what would happen in the future and how ethically you should handle it. And now, of course, I'm, I'm the uh, enemy of the New York bar and the Bar Association in general, I had the temerity to defend uh, Donald Trump with the kind of enthusiasm where if you defended a terrorist or a, or a murderer, you would be, and who was unpopular, and maybe you made statements that other people disagreed with or even thought were untrue, they, uh, they, would, uh, they would say, well, that comes with the excess of being an advocate. Oh, gosh, I heard those words. I even agreed with them. But in any event, the world has changed and Washington has changed, and it's a really sad place to be. It's particularly sad. Uh, I did not pass the FBI building. I was there for the inauguration of it. It was the f first time I had been so close to a president uh, as president. I was very close to President Nixon when he was out of office, but President Ford and I remember it really well. And now to think of the FBI, it's worse, much worse than what you read in, uh, in the report by Durham. Durham wrote it in uh, understated language. I'm not objecting to that. Maybe it should be written that way. Sometimes it's more powerful that way. Uh, but for those who don't know the backstory, they miss some of the real horrors of what happened in, the, in those days. And my real objection to Durham is, is, is different. It's not his legal analysis or his writing style or his ultimate even conclusions. It's uh, pathetically, pathetically too little and uh, disastrously too late. 
pathetically too little because he recommends no accountability for anyone. That's that's uh, unjustifiable. That's un-American. That's um, unrealistic. And that's irresponsible. The level of crime that he uh, uh, reveals, whether you, you use language to understate it or overstate it, uh, is almost unknown in American history. It is unknown in American history. The 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 the, the, pen, the penultimate act. I think it would be the penultimate act was the uh, attempt to take Trump out of office uh, while a duly elected president based on a false story concocted and paid for by Hillary Clinton. The thing that I always knew, but 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 when it was all written down, focused on it, and even today am in shock over, is that the highest levels of the United States government knew that Hillary Clinton was doing this frame-up. And therefore, they knew every day, every moment of the uh, framing of Donald Trump that that was being done. They being uh, the president of the United States and the vice president, and then later the former president and former vice president. They watched Russian collusion play out. They knew it was false, and they sat by and uh, gave uh, silent and at times some halting, but some verbal support to it. Are they Americans? Can you allow that? Are they Democrats before they're Americans? Are they socialists before they're Americans? Are they Alinskyites before they're Americans? Are they communists before they're Americans? I don't know what they are. They're very, very odd, strange, and dangerous people. In the summer of 2017, in the White House, in the Oval Office, the President of the United States and the Vice President of the United States were told by Peter Brennan, maybe the most dishonest, dishonorable, and slimy CIA director we ever had, for whom I bear per- personal animosity, because he joined the group of 51 unbelievably, incredibly dishonest, dishonorable liars who joined a letter uh, that they had no idea whether it was true or not to allege that uh, the hard drive was Russian disinformation uh, that led to uh, Biden personally attacking me during the debate as a Russian agent. And the, 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 the fact is that while all of that was going on, at that time, the, 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 the former president and vice president knew that the whole plot was false. They weren't shocked when Mueller found no evidence. They knew there was no evidence. They knew from the summer of 2016 when Brennan briefed them that Hillary was developing a a counterplot to link Trump to Putin and that she was doing it in order to cover attention for her destroying emails mishandling uh, 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 classified information in a way that makes whatever Trump or Biden did now seem juvenile. 
minor. And that's an extraordinary thing for a president to hear and then watch it go forward and end up in attempts to remove the president of the United States from office by members of his political party. And then an impeachment. How close is that to treason? Is it sedition? Is anybody being held accountable? It cannot be that we're going to fix this country and unite it until people are brought to justice and prosecuted for that. That's about as big a betrayal of this country as we've ever had. We'll be back very, very shortly, and we'll focus on the Obama part of it because that's received so little focus, and maybe it's the worst part. We'll be right back. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. We're back, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani is back. He was actually practicing his uh, accents for a, a performance I'm going to do and tell you about uh, later. But I was, uh, I was struck by the and, – and, and I am uh, – in, 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 in deference to – and I mean in, in uh, defense of, um, of Durham, I am using uh, for this the, the uh, uh, executive summary. And I will say, and this can, you know, I think for a lot of people make the whole thing a lot more accessible. The entire 360-page report is, in fact, well and fairly uh, summarized in the executive summary. That that doesn't mean I agree with the report. I I agree with the report. I agree with the findings. What I disagree with, and I'll I'll use the conclusions in in the executive summary because they're longer in the other, but they're just as, as unsatisfying uh, to, to, to end up this thing and, and nobody is punished for anything. Uh, and it just invites happening, happening again. I, I, and I don't understand Durham and Barr. They trained lawyers and they were trained in criminal law like I was. And the major purpose of criminal punishment well, one is incapacitation. In other words, take the person out of society so he doesn't hurt people. But the second is deterrence, to prevent the person from doing it again personally. But number two, to, to, to convince society that they shouldn't do these things. Now, in uh, uh, crimes of, of emotion or mental illness, there's a question as to how effective can deterrence be. And I acknowledge that question. Now, the the, the same necessity to protect society exists, whether the person is mentally ill or not. It doesn't matter if you get shot by a person mentally ill or a person who desires to kill you, you're still dead. And your family is still devastated. But it does, it does matter in terms of stopping others. The crimes we're talking about here, uh, making up a false plot to stop a person from becoming president, 
and then uh, taking it to the uh, unbelievable degree of trying to unseat the president on a on on false and fraudulent testimony which then builds on itself you know once we've begun to deceive we just can't stop it's just built on lie after lie after lie and then everybody around them being a chorus of lies shift spent his entire day lying still does the new york times and the and the washington post wrote stories filled with lies that they got pulitzer prizes for never withdrawn never apologized for but but the one that the one that that should really have jumped off the page is the analysis of the difference in the way trump was treated and the Democrats were treated because the difference is so dramatic. It proves that we stop being a country of laws. We're a country of now of who's in charge, what regime is in charge, and that regime can do anything it wants. We're a country of regimes. Don't know that we call us a communist country. That sure is a fascist country. And let me read to you from the page nine well, we're going to get into we're going to get into a break here, and I'll, I'll um, shorten the reading and get to your questions as soon as soon as we get back. Thank you. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. There's Rudy Giuliani back again. And let me just read this to you, and then we'll go to the calls. And I'm going to ask, Ted, your reaction to this, Ted, because this is, this is so disturbing to me, and maybe I'm overreacting to it. I don't know. that They're talking about, first of all, the way he places it here is almost uh, insulting in that it, it, it's just another example, although important, of the many times in which the Clintons and the Bidens and the Obamas and the Democrats are treated so differently than than Trump, who they, they receive this very, very ambiguous uh, suggestion of possibly something wrong. And rather than uh, verifying it, checking it out, going through the five steps that he outlines, the four steps that he outlines that the FBI almost always uses before they move to a full investigation, and they skipped all of that, and they went right to a massive investigation to such an extent that when they first went for a Pfizer application, it was turned out. And that's what motivated them to take the piece of junk known as the Steele affidavit, which was purchased by Hillary, and use it and falsify four different applications to the court, knowingly perjure themselves 
on those applications. There's no other conclusion you can draw that Comey on down knowingly perjured themselves. But one of the one of the things that was happening at this time, various allegations of criminality were coming forward regarding Hillary Clinton in addition to the investigation involving her uh, uh, her destroying the emails and uh, misusing the classified information and smashing up the hard drive, uh, even one involving a bribe from a foreign official, uh, involving in illegal payments to the Clinton Foundation. It's made clear, just as an as- just as an aside, as if it doesn't mean anything, that uh, the FBI decided to, uh, because it was so close to the election, not to investigate that. Not to investigate the, 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 the corruption of the Clinton Foundation, which, of course, is a complete fraud. Right? It was a cash cow for the Clintons, never even touched by the FBI. Reminds you of Biden, right? $31 million from China, never touched by the FBI. So these are put into one paragraph as if they don't mean anything. But then right in the middle of that paragraph is possibly one of the biggest crimes in American history. And here it is. Unlike uh, the FBI's opening of a full investigation of unknown members of the Trump campaign based on raw, uncorroborated information, in this separate matter involving a purported Clinton campaign plan, the FBI never opened any type of inquiry, issued any taskings, employed any analytical person, or produced any analytical products in connection with the information. Now, what was, this, what was this intelligence? The intelligence uh, was that it received from a trusted foreign source pointing to a Clinton plan to vilify Trump by tying him to Vladimir Putin so as to divert attention from her own concerns relating to her use of a private email co- computer. Uh, despite the fact that the significance of the Clinton plan was such as to have prompted the director of the CIA, that, that's, uh, that's uh, Crooked Brennan, to brief the president, vice president, attorney general, of the, and, the, and director of the FBI about its contents within days of its receipt. No investigation was done. It was also of enough importance for the CIA to send a formal written referral memorandum to Director Comey and the deputy assistant director of the FBI counterintelligence division. Peter, hate Trump, in quotes, struck for their consideration and action. It received, by the way, no consideration and no action. The investigative referral provided examples of information the Crossfire Hurricane Fusion Cell had gleaned uh, to date. So uh, they go ahead with this piece of raw information from Papadopoulos that maybe, maybe the Russians might put out false information or, or, or dirty, not false, actually with true information, dirty information on Hillary Clinton. On the other hand, they have a direct informant who says that Hillary Clinton was concocting a false plot to frame Trump, make it look like he was tied to Putin in order to get pressure off herself. Now, that's exactly what went on for the next three to four years, which means, I think, Ted, that every day this was playing out, this Russian collusion, 
that President Biden, Vice President Biden, President Obama knew it was false. And uh, the answer to it is that they went ahead and did it anyway. I don't, I don't get it. 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 I still don't get it. And um, maybe some of you calling in can help me with it. I'll go to Mark, who's in Brooklyn. Mark? Okay, then we'll go to we'll go to Kevin in Queens. Hey Rudy, uh, is it me? Hi Kevin. Hi. Um, first off, I'm a, I'm a centrist Democrat. I'm probably um, a little different than most people who call in. Uh, I followed Fine. your career all the way through, but I do I vote Democrat generally. But I, I just wanted to say this Durham report, I think, has shown a light, shined a light rather on you know all of the collusion and all of the stuff that happens and and um the the democrats are 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 basically you know witch hunt all over the place and i think it bleeds over to your situation as well um i think it's uh, i want to say you're a strong man to deal with it it's probably a bit embarrassing you know having all your personal conversations broadcast out to everyone so i just want to say as a regular american citizen um you don't need to worry i think in a couple of weeks everyone will move on to something else they'll forget about it and then they'll go back to, <laughs> I'm not that to worried, remembering Kevin. you um, they'll go back to remembering you as the the guy who married and then made love to his cousin uh, kevin you're a creep. You know that. Why? That, uh, why? Because uh, you actually spend your, 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 you, you spend your time on something that happened 55 years ago that you have, no, you have no idea what the basis for that was, and you just do it to defame somebody. You really are a miserable piece of crap. And if I met you, I probably would go to jail. You know, and people like this shouldn't bother you except to tell them what you think of them. Poor guy, poor life. I actually don't worry about it. If you believe these allegations about me, believe them. It's not my fault. I didn't do them. I know who I am. I got a hell of a clear picture of it. Uh, the most recent allegations uh, come from a professional who has done this to numerous men. It's all in the public record that the press seeks to uh, ignore. Just got to go to the court records, and there they are. Allegations against uh, t- two men that they raped her, allegations against a psychiatrist that examined her, that he fondled her, and uh, numerous attempts to extort money including being excluded from hotels. That's the background of this person. So if the press doesn't want to print it, I know it. I know it's not true. And then as to the rest of the stuff, it's completely untrue. It's been proven untrue. Almost every single thing alleged about me has been proven to be untrue. So, Kevin, I'm sorry you've got such an unhappy and useless life that you concentrate on something uh, that was a religious matter that goes back 55 years. Sick. So we'll go to Mark. 
Okay, then we'll go to Jimmy. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Did you find that article from The Independent where they're yes. praising the COVID virus? There's one more thing that I want to get you on, something similar. Uh, the Gordon Dispatch, this is from 1931, the Gordon Dispatch from the State Department Archives. This is proof the New York Times had a secret agreement. They were working secretly with the Soviet Union, and they covered up the Ukrainian genocide of 10 million people murdered, and this was a big cause of the rise of Hitler. Okay, I'm going to read you just the last sentence here. Durante was the the correspondent for the New York Times. The New York Times and Durante got a Pulitzer Prize for their misreporting here. And this is the proof that the Soviet Union was working directly with the New York Times. So the New York Times has two Pulitzer Prizes for working and lying about Russia. They got one about Trump and this one standing up for Biden, Stalin's crimes, the, the communist crimes. In conclusion, Durante pointed out, that in agreement with the New York Times and the Soviet authorities, his official dispatches always reflect the official opinion of the Soviet regime and not his own. This was proven years ago. This is a, from the 1931 State Department. It's got three different State Department Department signature, uh, stamps and signatures on it that it was received. The New York Times, the American media, the Washington Post, you know, I've been exposing this, Mr. Mayor, and I don't pat myself on the back because, believe me, I wish I were wrong. 36 years I'm exposing enemy operations. I exposed three major Chinese communist heroin operations in New York. They all ended up getting arrested right. and convicted. I've been getting death threats. It's amazing, Mr. Mayor. Right before our eyes, first off, it's not woke. It's not progressive. It's not far left. It's communist. It's the world communist movement. They are aborting America. They're aborting the free world. They're canceling America. They're, what they're doing now, largely through the Democrat Party, is Americide. And I called the radio 36 years. I had this crazy idea that I still think was good, but I totally failed. I thought if I could get some of this information to the conservative media people, the photocopied, documented stuff. All I needed was one of them to start working right. as an anti-communist. No, but they don't. And we they would don't. not be in this position now, Mr. Mayor, if just one of them started doing this stuff. It's kind of late now. Now, could I read well, you? I, I, I got to get. I got to get on to others, Jim. I, well, next time, I promise. Okay. All right. Thank ne you, sir. You're doing a great job. This is why they're going after you. I know. I know. You know I, that guy is a jerk. He doesn't realize. I. I. I know that. You know, so, um, so let's let's try, let's try. Oh, let's go to John. John, not there. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Just just go ahead. Put them on. Let's go to uh, Lisa from Nutley. N Lisa. Ken, uh, I have a message for Kevin. Don't you ever, ever call up and disrespect Mayor Rudy Giuliani ever again. That's one. He, Two. He, the guy will kill himself if he can't disrespect somebody. That's what he lives moron. for. You know, like this is what they live for. Uh, I so know. It's a shame. It, they, they, it, yeah, it's not a, it's not a very productive. It's not a very productive life when you 
live off picking out what you think are the imperfections of others and attacking them. But okay. The uh, illusion of being smart when basically he's ignorant. But now, how do we stop and pre- prevent Biden from pardoning himself, his son, Obama, Hillary? How do we, we stop We this? can't. We, we, we can't. can't. We can't. That's I mean, that was an issue during the very end of the Trump administration. And the president wisely decided uh, not to do that. Uh, now, I researched it really carefully. And I tell you that I'll give you the honest answer. I mean, most lawyers will give you the answer. You know, back then they would say a president can't pardon himself. Uh, now, now the Democrats would say a president can pardon himself. It's like uh, you know what they did on impeachment with with, with Trump and uh, and and Clinton. The answer is we don't know. The, the Supreme Court's never decided. The power says the president's power is plenary; he can do it. Uh, there's no limit on the president's pardon power. Does no limit mean himself or not? And there's nothing in the constitutional debate to give you much light on it. So I, I don't know the, I, I believe it or not, I don't know the answer to it. Um, I did think it was wise that the president didn't do it. And despite many different uh, lies to the contrary, his family members and I, uh, and several other close friends told them they didn't want to be pardoned, uh, that they didn't want to put that pressure on him to to uh, have to consider pardoning us. And um, I don't know if that was uniform, but pretty much uniform. I, I'm, I'm hard for me to think of somebody close to him, meaning in that group that is now being currently tortured. Uh, who asked for for a pardon? We we felt, and I feel to this day, I committed no crimes, and there was no reason to ask for a pardon. And if they were going to go after me, I'm just going to fight it out. Which uh, I can't say I didn't anticipate they would torture me. I did, and um, I was even warned at various times to quit, and said I couldn't look at myself in the mirror if I did that. I'd rather have to deal with everybody believing something false about me if I know what the truth is and I walk away. I I was surprised, however, mostly at the reaction of bar associations and how they turned on the Trump lawyers, who after all were, were doing the same thing from their perspective, you know, years ago, that the lawyers who represented terrorists and, I mean, Trump's not a terrorist, but unpopular causes. I really thought the bar associations would defend us, even in the allegations about excesses and excessive statements and uh, there are a whole bunch of uh, Supreme Court decision and others saying that you've got to give lawyers a certain degree of license to argue um, uh, dramatically for their clients. And to um, my job as a lawyer is my job as a lawyer is to see it in the light most favorable to my client not to see it on the other side. I might say something different to him privately, but when I defend him, I got to see it in the light most favorable to my client. They just missed that completely. Well, we'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, This is the mayor's uh, final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel the Towers is the organization that takes care of 
those people who are really the most important, I think, in our society, the people who put their lives at risk to protect us, whether it's overseas as part of the military or here as part of our domestic uh, law enforcement. Uh, there, there are no people braver than them, better than them, who help us more than they do. And many of them, in different respects, whether it's the, 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 the some of the radical Democrats and 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 the others who uh, go after our police, uh, you know, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, or those who demean our military, they're not always treated with the respect they deserve. Well, my goodness, when this happens, this is when it's we got to have their backs. For $11 a month, you, you get to be part of making sure that their mortgages are paid off, that they have smart homes, uh, so that if they get catastrophically injured, they have the maximum amount of dignity and independence. So come on, 11 bucks a month, what's that to ask? Just just set up some kind of an automatic withdrawal from your bank or something, and you wouldn't have to think about it. Or maybe you'd like to make out the check every month or something, or one check a year or something like that, so you remind yourself of, of what you're doing and what you're supporting. Let me make that last point now once again. I have Ted here. He was off doing uh, something else for him. But the point I was, ma- I was making to him was, when, uh, this is written in such vanilla, and it's snuck in the in the in the in the executive summary. It's snuck into the middle of a paragraph, and I mean, this deserves a big, big headline and a. <laughs> These examples are markedly different from the FBI's action with respect to other highly significant intelligence it received meaning uh, it's the examples of going after Trump like it was the crime of the century because when it was Clinton, they didn't do anything. But the one they're focusing on now, they throw it in as an aside. This was from a intelligence from a trusted foreign source pointing to a Clinton campaign plan to vilify Trump by tying him to Vladimir Putin so as to divert attention from her own concerns relating to her use of a private email server. Uh, They received this, I believe, in late July of 2016, and in very early August, in the White House, the president and vice president were told. Sounds like election interference to me. Yeah, and they knew all about it, and they let it go on for four or five years. Very disheartening, Mayor. Yeah. uh, Well, accountability! God bless America.